We're back with another episode of Hoosier Myths and Legends. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there is more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In today's episode, we're going to talk about tales of Hoosier premonitions, supernatural powers, and omens. Something fascinating that we've stumbled upon in our research for this podcast are the tales of Hoosier premonitions of death. According to Ronald Baker in his book, Hoosier Folk Legends, Omen stories are extremely common in Hoosier folklore, as they are throughout European and American folklore. It's amazing the amount of stories that you come across that tell personal accounts of warnings, omens of a future death, or of people with special powers. So sit back, relax, and see if you have ever heard of any of these tales. I'm really excited about this episode because it's a topic that has always fascinated me. There's so much to talk about. Where do we want to start first? So let's start the episode with tales of premonitions. I feel like many people will be able to relate to having had a bad feeling about something only to have it come true. I agree. I think that would be a good place to start. Premonitions have always freaked me out. Well, the premonition tales that have always gotten me are the ones of death to come or of a warning of danger. Yes, death and warning omens always get to me too. So let's go ahead and jump into some of the files we found in the Indiana State University Folklore Archives. Some of the strangest stories for me were the stories from people who have had prophetic dreams. There is such a variety of them. Let's start off by talking about prophetic dreams. We found one on here that was really creepy. So the story we have for you comes from 2011 from a 64-year-old Professor McIntyre, who was a professor at ISU. In the records, she shares a memory of a dream she had at 12 years old while on a vacation out west to visit Yellowstone Park. The story begins with her trip from her family home in Chicago out west. She explains that they have had a great time staying in little motels along the way. They get to Montana to spend the night, and their plan is to get up early the next day and continue on their way to the Old Faithful Inn. The night before, she has a dream that is absolutely terrifying, What she sees in her dream is something she explains as flames. 
There were people crowding and pushing. It was at night. Everyone was screaming. It was the most horrible dream. Professor McIntyre goes on to share that even though she was only 12 years old at the time, she knew this was not something that was just an ordinary dream. She begs her parents not to go to the Old Faithful Inn and not to go to Yellowstone. Everyone is mad at her, thinking she's overreacting. Yeah, I could understand that. Going to Yellowstone was the entire point of the vacation. Well, the next day, her father goes to get the morning paper and is shocked to see the headline. Earthquake at Yellowstone, Old Faithful Inn on fire. Ugh, I can't even imagine. Very creepy. So glad that her parents listened and didn't go. Well, I did a little Google search of the incident, and there was an earthquake that hit Yellowstone on August the 17th of 1959. Apparently, the earthquake toppled the dining room fireplace and killed 28 people. Sounds just like her dream to me. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, the similarities. There are many stories in the archives of people dreaming of caskets. Supposedly, if you are dreaming of caskets, that is a bad omen of death. People dream of seeing people lying in their casket. There is a story in Hoosier Folk Legends about a lady from Duggar, Indiana, who has a dream of seeing her little neighbor boy laying in a casket when she was a child. She wakes up during the night to see this candle holder and candle. It's going around the room like someone is holding it. She falls asleep and has a dream of seeing her neighbor boy in a casket and people all around the room with him. A few days later, she goes with her mother to the neighbor's house for the funeral. And the funeral's for a little boy. The scene is just as she saw in her dream. People all around the boy in his casket. Her dream had come true. Very creepy. We see you. You're a dreamer, a visionary, the master of your own destiny. What people don't tell you is that dreams aren't always easy. You probably feel weighed down and frustrated by all the little tasks that steal your energy and time. Good news, we can help. Becky and I have started a new business adventure called Quigley Virtual Services. We offer a wide variety of services to streamline your business and give you back your time. We specialize in proofreading and editing for authors and writers, but we are happy to help you with other business needs. If you are in need of a reliable virtual consultant, please check out our website, www.quigleyvirtualservices.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Of course, we've been talking about dreams of death that Hoosiers have experienced. We cannot do this episode without a mention of a well-known ghost story involving President Abraham Lincoln, who spent a fourth of his life living in Indiana. You may remember from school that Abraham Lincoln spent his childhood in Indiana. Lincoln lived in Spencer County, Indiana from 1816 to 1830, from the age of 7 to the age of 21. His mother is also buried there. One of the creepiest prophetics involving Lincoln was a dream he had in 1865, shortly before he was assassinated. According to one of Lincoln's friends, Ward Hill Lamon, 10 days before he was killed by an assassin, President Abraham Lincoln had a disturbing dream. In it, he dreamed of, quote, the subdued sobs of mourners and a corpse lying on a catafalque in the White House East Room. In the dream, Lincoln asked a soldier standing guard, who is dead at the White House, to which the soldier replied, the president, he was killed by an assassin. Lincoln woke up at that point. I've heard of this story before. It's very disturbing that he had the dream just 10 days before he was killed. It really is fascinating. 
There are also many accounts that the president did not want to go to the theater the night that he was killed. He's a fascinating character, and we could actually do a whole podcast on ghost stories involving him. Well, the prophetic dreams are something that I think is very eerie. Something I find even more disturbing are all the superstitions that are omens of death. Supposedly, experiencing these means death is near. The ones I've always heard about are the three knocks supposedly meaning someone is about to pass. The knocks often happen on a door, window, or headboard. I have always heard that too, and I have experienced it once in my life. One night, I was laying in the family room, and I distinctly heard the sound of three knocks on the door. It was the middle of the night, and no one was there. A few days after this, there was um, a death in our family, but it was an extended family member. Still was very creepy. Another thing I've heard is that if someone's portrait falls off a wall, that means death is coming for the person. I've also heard that breaking a dish means that someone has died. I've heard this as well, especially if the dish that breaks was a gift. It can mean the gift giver has passed. And I've always heard that a bird in the house means that death is near. Or a bird hitting your window. There are also legends of clocks or watches stopping when someone passes. And I've seen a couple of stories in Ronald Baker's book, and I've also heard stories of this from mom and grandma. Our podcast is growing, and it's so exciting to see all of our new followers on social media and all of the many downloads of our podcast. Most of our listeners come from iHeartRadio. However, we are on all the major podcast platforms. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us through. Your comments and likes help others find us. Thank you for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. Now back to our show. Well, probably one of the creepiest legends I've ever heard concerns feather pillows. And honestly, after reading these, I do not want to sleep on a feather pillow. According to a legend told in Ronald Baker's book, when a person passes away in bed, if they are laying on a feather pillow, you open up the pillow and you will see a crown. Also, if someone is sick and you see they are on a feather pillow, check the pillow. Supposedly, if you rip open the pillow, you will find a crown inside. If it's not completed, then you can destroy the feather crown and save the person. It's creepy for sure. So we've told a few stories of prophetic dreams and death omens. Now it's time to talk about some special powers. Something I've always been fascinated about is the supposed ability to see the other side. And one of the superstitions we're going to talk about next, and it'll be our last superstition, involves babies who are born in call or with a veil. They're often called call bearers. A call bearer is someone born with a call or veil over their face. It happens when the amniotic sac remains over the face. It only happens with 1 in 80,000 births. Children born this way are said to have a vial between the two worlds. They can see spirits or even see the future. When I came across this legend in Ronald Baker's book, I found it fascinating because, you know, little Earl was born with a call in 2003. And I mean, we could do an entire podcast on just creepy experiences with him when he was little. Very true. Bub was creepy. However, the story that Ronald Baker shares in his book is a hilarious account of a woman who'd been born with a call. In the story, her husband goes fishing after work and doesn't tell her. 
He had a plan to never tell her that instead of work he'd been fishing all day. The lady ends up asking him if he'd been in a boat, to which he replies, no, of course not. Well, the lady goes on to inform him that she had a vision of him out on the Wabash River and she'd known he'd been fishing. The man ended up fessing up to playing hooky from work to fish. Poor guy just wanted to fish and couldn't catch a break. Do you know a Hoosier who had a supernatural experience? Are you familiar with some of these legends and superstitions? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to hoosiermissandlegends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. To see our source material, please visit our website, HoosierMissAndLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast is a Quigley Virtual Services production. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. As always, stay spooky.